Thank you, Karen, for reminding us that we are here to hold on to love. And that is the whole intention of our fall program here at Unity Spiritual Center this year. As we take on the idea of revolutionary love, revolutionary love towards those that we perceive as others, revolutionary love to those we see as our opponents, and revolutionary love towards ourselves. It takes all parts. So I really love how synchronistic life can be. Over the summer, we watched or we talked about Lessons from the Turtle, which was a little booklet written by Steve Goodyear. And so this week, I came upon a um, teaching by Steve in which he talks about the very thing that we are talking about here. So I wanted to share this little reading that I had um, read from Steve Goodyear. And it, was, it goes like this. So there was a rabbi, and the rabbi was teaching his students. And the rabbi asked the students, how will we know when the light is giving way to the, giving, darkness is giving way to the light, when the dawn is upon us? And so his students contemplated that for a moment, and one of the students said, I, I think I know. We know the dawn is upon us when we can look out and we can see the difference between the sheep and the dog that is surrounding those sheep, when we can tell the difference, which is which. And the rabbi said, no, no, that is not how we will know that the dawn is upon us. And they thought again, and then another student said, I think I know. It's when we look out over the trees and we can tell the difference between an olive tree and a fig tree, then we will know that the dawn is upon us. And again, the rabbi said, no, no, that's not the way. The rabbi said, when you can look at another, that the man or the woman that is in front of you, and say to yourself, there is my brother, there is my sister, then we will be finally entering into the dawn and the light. But until then, we will be caught up in the darkness. So here we are, having this conversation about how we transition from a place of darkness to light so that we can look out into the sea of faces that we see around us, our neighbors, our friends, our family members, co-workers, those people that we run into in the grocery stores, that we can look out over all of humanity and say, there you are, my brother, or there you are, my sister. I see you, and you are a part of me I do not yet know. But I am willing, I am willing to understand. And so as Valerie has walked us through this process of revolutionary love, reminding us it is a community endeavor that each of us can only do our part, but it is going to take all of us to transition, to breathe and push into this new way of understanding, we recognize the three legs of this tool. We are currently on the leg of revolutionary love towards self, which begins first and foremost by acknowledging the feelings that we feel inside in any given moment. When we feel feelings of despair, to acknowledge those feelings. When we feel feelings of hopelessness, we acknowledge those feelings. When we feel feelings of hope and harmony, to acknowledge those feelings, whatever it is that we are experiencing in any given moment, rather than stuffing them back down or ignoring them, we acknowledge those feelings we breathe into those feelings so that we can gather our strength and our bravery for the next piece, which is the push piece. Pushing ourselves 
deeper into our own awareness and understanding so that we can see within ourselves, where is it that I have still forgotten? Where is it that I am still acting from a place that is less than that revolutionary love, which I know will harmonize this moment? Pushing ourselves deeper into our own awareness, seeing where we have continued ideas of separation and limitation, we breathe into that so that we can transition into the birth. Valerie does use the metaphor of birthing in this particular section of the book. And she reminds us that in the birthing process, typically when we get to that transition point, when it's finally time to begin the push, many, many times women get to that point and go, I can't. I'm too tired. I don't have it in me. And then that community that surrounds her, her partner or the nurse or the midwife or the doctor begins to whisper in her ear as they did with Valerie at that moment and say, you've got this, you can do this, you've got the strength within you. Take a breath, push. This is where we're at so that we can move this birth into demonstration. And many of us who have gone through that process have found our strength in that moment and have breathed and pushed and have given birth But that transition process is a messy, painful part of the birthing. And I think we all need to remember that, that transitions are very rarely neat and organized and looking pretty. Sometimes we need to step back and realize that within the midst of this that I'm seeing, this messiness and this chaos that I'm seeing, there is something new being reborn. And it is up to each one of us to get still, to listen to that deep inner wisdom and to know what is ours to do, individually and collectively, to push forth a new beginning. Here we are in a new day. Every new day provides us with a brand new beginning to breathe and push and transition into a new possibility this moment, this day. We don't have to wait for a someday. We don't have to wait for anything. We just have to make the decision here now that I have it within me to recognize the transition that's occurring in this moment. And asking myself, what can I do to support an idea of oneness, an idea of abundance, an idea of loving one another? We have a moment every day to do this. We have a collective moment here. Every four years within our United States of America, we have a collective moment where we are transitioning, breathing, and pushing something new into reality. And that collective moment reveals in this moment what is possible for us today as a country. You recall that over the last two weeks I said we would get to the other side of the election. We're here. Where are you on this day? What are you feeling within yourself? As Valerie reminds us, first we must acknowledge whatever the feelings are that we're feeling. But recognize that every four years as our country goes through this process, we arrive at another transition moment. 
a transition moment where you and I, as we the people, can decide how we are going to move forward from this day in unity as, as a united country rather than a divided country. Yes, there are uh, going to be a new wave of politicians that are going to be rising up in January. That new transition process will begin. But meanwhile, I'm encouraging us and inviting us not to wait for Washington. We cannot wait for the politicians to unite us. We must do the uniting. We have experienced enough division. We have looked out over the sea of faces in our communities and over our social media feeds, and we have decided whether to see that one as another or as a part of ourselves we don't yet know. And so as you and I come together, breathing through this moment, pushing ourselves deeper into our own awareness so that we can come to a deeper understanding, we support the transition that takes place right here, right now. I want to share with you some quotes that I got on the Truth Unity website that is coming from Lowell Fillmore. And it's an, uh, a reading entitled, Justice is an Expression of God's Love. This is what Lowell has to say. When we are just in our thoughts, words, and deeds, we are making right use of God's harmonious, loving, good justice and mercy. When we practice love and justice, we actually enter into the halls of His justice. True justice means practicing the expression of harmony, joy, life, love, and righteousness in our daily lives. When we join with God in expressing His love, we shall render justice to all persons and conditions in our lives, and by so doing, we shall find joy and comfort. These are the words from Lowell Fillmore on justice being an expression of God's love. And so as we transition in each moment, what we in unity are about is about shining the light of God in every moment of our lives. It is about recognizing not just in the intellect, not just in our head, yes, we're one, but through the activity of our thoughts, our words, our actions with one another, we demonstrate that harmonizing love. And we do so as we center in any moment in that deep inner wisdom that is within us. I'm sure that you recognize, as I do, that when I get caught up in feelings of anger and upset, bitterness, betrayal, whatever that may be, when I get caught up in those feelings and my breathing is shallow and I'm forgetting who I am and I'm forgetting who you are, then the actions that I take in those moments may not generally reflect that light of God that is within me. I might seek out words that divide. I might take action that continues to create the other, to separate. I might be stuck in feelings of worry and doubt and fear. But it's any given moment, I can pause from those birthing pains of that separation and anxiety and I can breathe again. I can have those around me encouraging me to do so, which is why it's so important that we be in community so that when we forget, others can remember and support us and remind us, breathe, Jesse. 
push him. We got this, James. The transition is happening in every moment. And when we do that, when you and I can stop and and acknowledge, here's that feeling. I feel that feeling. But I am not that feeling. I'm not going to get stuck in that feeling. I'm instead going to access that deeper wisdom that is within me. Unity teaches us that we all have these 12 powers within, and one of our powers is the power of wisdom. Charles Fillmore actually calls it our judging power, our power of judgment. We've all used the power of judgment in ways that do not harmonize, in ways instead that separate. When we judge others as less than who we are, then we are using our wisdom faculty, our judgment power in ways that are not helpful. But when we can look out at the sea of faces before us and say, as that rabbi invited us to do, ah, there's my sister, there's my brother. When I can, as Valerie reminds us, come back to a place of wonder about you. When I can wonder about your life and your ideas. Then we can come back to this place of revolutionarily loving one another. And from that place of wisdom that is within me, righteous judgment, the judgment that supports me in discerning my role here in what's out picturing in my world and how I can heal that within myself so that something new can outpicture in my life and in your life, something that is in alignment with divine mind consciousness, something that realizes and remembers the possibility of this moment that is so much greater than any problem that we might be walking through together. So I take a breath, breathe. I push myself deeper into an awareness of God's presence here now in this moment where transition is always possible. I access that deep inner wisdom that is within me, and I ask myself the question, what is mine to do here? What is mine to think here? What is mine to say here from that place of deep inner wisdom? This world that we are living in, this moment in our country's history, this day in your own life did not arise out of a vacuum. Everything that has come before it has realized itself into this moment. Unity teaches that we are all one with divine mind, with that place of all possibility. But that as that absolute possibility comes down in through and as us and all of our thoughts and all of our ideas and all of our beliefs and all of our feelings get commingled together, we have a collective consciousness that we are a part of. That collective consciousness that gives birth to itself day after day after day after day that you and I can choose to become aware of what's my part within this. We all have work to do. Today and every day. Today is no different than a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, ten years ago. We have our work to do. And so I invite you and I to become aware of the ways in which I other, the ways in which I separate, 
the ways in which we give in to the fear and the worry, the ways in which we try to hold each other down, the ways in which we name-call one another, the ways in which we shut down to listening to one another. I don't know about you, but I do it. And if I do it, I'm imagining probably at least a half a dozen of you do it as well. And so unity teaches we start with self. Revolutionary love for self. Recognizing the ideas that we are each holding. That does not unite, but that divides. That isn't about revolutionary love, but that is about othering one another. And we make the choice today to show up. Because once you know better, as Maya Angelou says, you do better. We're going to do better together. Now, I firmly believe that we have the ability to do this. And so to support our community, uh, and I want to say it again, we are a community of individuals uniquely expressing that divine light that they are, and we do not all agree on every idea. Thank you, God. We come with a diversity of ideas. We celebrate that. The one thing that draws us together are those five unity principles that we believe in. God is the only power, the only presence in our life, and that divine light is within each one of us. And we, we are creating our world through the activity of our thoughts, words, and actions. And at any moment, we can get still, breathe, push into that deep inner wisdom within, and allow that to reveal to us through prayer and meditation the right direction that we should each take individually. We all know that we have to live these teachings together. This is the ideas that brings us together. But beyond that, we all have a variety of ideas about life and what life looks like. So I know that right within this community, there are those of you who are delighted today by the way in which the election is unfolding. And then there are those of you who are distressed today by the way that the election is unfolding. This is wholeness. This is oneness. This is what is. So now how do we come together in this moment, this moment, and transition into a new possibility, a new hope, a new reality that unites us in consciousness? And what it's going to take is the very thing that we've been talking about since the beginning of October through this book. It takes looking out and realizing the oneness that we are. You are my brother. You are my sister. It takes acknowledging the feelings that we're holding. It takes being open to deep listening and conversation. And it takes each one willing to do their part individually so that collectively the world that works for all can be revealed. And so as I shared last week or the week before, I came upon this program through Braver Angels called With Malice Toward None. And I really believe that this is what it's going to take, that we all become willing to come together and simply have conversation with one another, be open to one another. And I am committed to this, and I am inviting you to be committed to it with me. And so those conversations begin this week. It takes all of us. And the first two conversations are designed so that each one can come into conversation alone. Not with each other yet. Let's first come into conversation alone. Why? Because as Valerie reminds us, we have to acknowledge the feelings. 
And so we give ourselves the space to acknowledge whatever we're feeling, if you're delighted or if you're distressed. So this week, Wednesday night from 6 to 7.15, we'll be those delighted with the election results. And those Thursday nights will be those who are distressed by the election results, giving ourselves time to pray together, to meditate together, to remember the truth together, to commit with one another, to see no stranger, to move through this with malice toward none. That's this week's conversation. And then on Sunday, two weeks from today, we'll come together with both groups so that we can discuss more deeply together where we are heading together. And so we will be looking for people on both sides to be willing to to share at that particular conversation. And then finally, on December 6th, we'll come together one more time after Sunday service. And this will be our time of commitment. I am committed to this idea of moving forward from this moment to allow a new transition to take place with malice toward none, deeply listening Seeing the other as not a stranger, but a part of me I don't yet understand, but I'm willing. I'm willing. I hope that you will consider joining me for those conversations. Because, my friends, this country is ripe for healing. This moment is ripe for healing. Every moment is. Every moment contains the possibility. Will you step into that possibility with me and say, yes, I'm ready and I'm willing and it's time. I'm counting on you. Our country is counting on you. We are the ones that we've been waiting for. We can do this together. And whether Washington follows us or not is hardly that important. Because Washington arises from our collective consciousness. So as you and I heal our own individual consciousness, impacting the collective consciousness, well, Washington will not be able to help but come along with us. We have work to do. And I am ready to do that work. So our power for today is wisdom. Yellow for that deep wisdom. Know with me that therein lies our hope, that loving wisdom of Christ's consciousness that supports us in moving forward from this moment in harmonizing grace. We have to practice that together so that we can push into expression in this moment the new reality that is just waiting to be born in us. So our practice, as, as, we, as we get to that for a moment, though, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has sent in their intentions, intention cards. We uh, have those, hopefully you've still got those available to you on the bookmark. If you don't have a bookmark, that's okay. Find any piece of paper and write your intention down. Take the picture of your intention and send it in so that we can add it to our web. And there is probably behind me a picture of our current web and where we're at. So... Continue to send those in, RevJoanne at UnitySpiritualCenter.com. This week, we are going to continue the practice of taking time to breathe each day. Add to that the practice of deeply listening to that inner wisdom within you, the parts of you that are wise and brave and unfailingly loving. You are brave. You are wise. You are loved. This is the truth. Know that part of you. 
And then once you've relaxed into that space through your breath, then take some time to journal, to draw, to color, to create, to meditate, allowing the stillness to quiet the noise in the world as you listen to the wisest voice within yourself. Let us be done listening to those voices of chaos, listening to those voices of division, listening to those voices of othering. Let us access that deep, divine inner wisdom that unites us, strengthens us, that allows for a diversity of ideas and allows us to find our way forward from that place of loving wisdom. I also want to tell you about two opportunities. We're we're talking about this transition time. We have all been going through this year of tremendous transition and change, and I know that you have learned to see things differently this year. I know it because you've all been practicing these ideas with me, so how could we not be changing, right? And so 2020 has been the year of perfect vision, seeing through a spiritual lens. And I wonder, I am wondering about you through this, how you have been seeing this year through a spiritual lens. Because if we can see this year through a spiritual lens, we will recognize it for the gift that it is. And so I am looking for people to contribute to our November 22nd service, where that will be the conversation. That's in two weeks. I'm looking for people to create a picture or a poem or make a little video of yourself telling me this is how I have transitioned this year to seeing through a spiritual lens. You can find more information about this on our website. There's a space there on our website where you can fill in a form and say, yes, I want to participate, Joanne, and then I'll be in touch with you to let you know how that works. I've heard from a few people, but I'm looking for some more. So check that out on our website. And the deadline for that is a week from tomorrow on November 16th, because I'll need that week to put all of these ideas into expression. And then finally, the other opportunity for us here, thank you to Kathy Ginter, who listened to her own divine inner wisdom and said, we need a stock drive. So we here at Unity Spiritual Center are about supporting one another, supporting our brothers and sisters who may be going through challenges. And so we are collecting stocks through the month of November that will be distributed to local homeless shelters. They're always in need of stocks. So if you've got some stocks that you can donate, there is a box outside of Unity Hall that you can put those stocks in, and Kathy will be picking those up. And together, as we do so, we support our brothers and sisters who are in a challenging time so that they, too, can experience a sense of hopefulness about this moment. I want to end today with a prayer that I saw this week from uh, Tracy Brown. Tracy Brown comes from uh, Centers of Spiritual Living. And she wrote the most beautiful prayer for this moment that I think speaks to everything we've been talking about as well as that deep wisdom we've been talking about today. Here is Tracy's prayer and my prayer to all of us today. Right here, right now, peace. Right here, right now, wisdom. The American people are confused. The American people are divided. The American people are attached to separation and superiority. But there are no sides in the circle of God. There is no competition in the family of one. There is no home for hatred or deceit 
in the beloved community. Right here, right now, faith. Right here, right now, unity. We are here to transform who we are as human beings from a place of wisdom, not desperation. I repair my heart's desire by returning again and again to my soul's wisdom. Right here, right now, God. Thank you for joining me in this circle of God's love this week and all days. God bless.